Podcast Answer Man, episode number 44. This show is sponsored by AG Design. Need a new website, logo, or artwork for your podcast? Visit AGEEDesign.com today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is a podcast about podcasting and new media and all the great fun technology that surrounds it. Welcome back to the show, uh, the very first episode of 2008. I am so glad that you've joined us. And wow, am I looking forward to some fun stuff, some great discussions with you guys through this whole brand new year, especially now that I am pursuing this full-time. I am very excited to announce that I am no longer a full-time insurance agent. I am a full-time podcasting professional, and you know what? If you happen to need some podcast consulting work, I do have hours available, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm very eager to put together my very first podcast. Um, I guess webinar that I'm getting ready to, to package up and if you are thinking about starting a podcast, if you have uh, somebody you know that would love to start a podcast and they just don't know where to start, well I have great news. I am going to be putting together a special three hour uh, weekend webinar. And and what a webinar is, it, it's basically where I have a program set up on my system where I can share my desktop and, and, and let you guys see everything that's going on, every mouse click that I do, uh, scrolling around, seeing the websites that I see, uh, see, watch how I install the software that I install, watch how I, I uh, adjust everything. Basically, you, you get to see what I see, and I get to show you everything. And not at the, not only that, but with this software, there's also a free conference calling feature available so that you can dial in by phone, and you get to ask live questions. You get to hear me explain to you what I'm doing on the web uh, and, and showing you how I do all this stuff. And in essence, what I plan on doing for my very first webinar is limiting the class to 10 participants. And I will do a whole three-hour seminar on how to go from absolutely nothing to starting and launching your very own podcast. And I'm talking uh, going all the way from you know what free online web service to use if you want to go that route. Uh, such as WordPress.com or Blogspot.com. Uh, either one are great. It doesn't matter to me. Whichever the majority of the people prefer, that's the what. That's what I'll end up showing them for this webinar. And also, uh, I will show how to set up your RSS feed through FeedBurner. I will explain how to download uh, Audacity and the program that's free. I will show you how to install the encoder that you need so that Audacity can save your files to an MP3 file. We will explain how to add artwork to your your podcast uh, episodes. I mean, we're going to go through everything. Uh, And honestly, all of that process, I've got it down to such a science now that I can create a podcast from nothing and have it published to iTunes 
uh, or at least submitted to iTunes and, and published all around the web for people to subscribe to within about 45 minutes. Now, because I'll be doing this with the instruction in mind, I would say that it's probably going to be about two hours worth of instruction and the rest of that will all be the opportunity for the 10 participants in the class to to ask as many questions as they want. Now, let me explain to you something. I've already had the experience of doing telephone podcast consulting now for the last two and a half years. Or, I'm sorry, two years. I apologize. Uh, and And I have realized that, you know, I can make a living doing this. And one of the ways that I do that is I charge $95 per hour for consulting. That That's my fee. Now, uh, many people understand the value that's involved. And, and, and some people think, oh my gosh, $95 an hour, it's a lot of money. But to be honest with you, if I can help people solve issues, especially if they, if you talk to me before you actually get started, uh, I can help you avoid a lot of mistakes that you actually will want to go back and fix later. But uh, there are some folks. I had I just had a client call me the other day or email me the other day, and, and we ended up having a, a very good phone con- consultation. Uh, basically, in essence, what happened was he has this blog that he's been doing for a very long time, and he decided that he wanted to also do a podcast. Now, he's already got people who are subscribed to his blog, which he doesn't mind if those people also see inside those posts uh, that that he's posting all you know the, these podcast episodes. That's not a big deal. But what he wanted to do is he wanted to have a separate RSS feed just for the podcast because he would he would occasionally um, basically he would post links to MP3 files in his blog, but he didn't want those to go to the podcast. So he wanted to know how to do that. And he had actually told me, and well, I'll tell you what, hold on one second. Let me let you hear him tell you in his own words. Okay, I've got it loaded up here. And this is Corey from Music Goat, let's see, musicgoat.com. And here's his voicemail he left me. Hey, Cliff, it's Corey uh, over here at the musicgoat.com. I just wanted to thank you. Um, you recently helped me out with a problem that I'd been having for quite a while on my podcast. I just wanted to figure out how to separate the feeds. And um, I spent a lot of time, you know, I'd probably say two, three months looking around uh, the internet, you know, you know, being in, going in forums, sending emails to other so-called um, podcasting experts. But uh, you were the one that helped me. And I totally and uh, wholeheartedly appreciate it. And I just wanted to thank you for that. And you definitely have a customer for now because you solved my problem. And uh, let me know if uh, there's anything I can do to help you. Thanks a lot, Cliff. All right. So there you go. Now, um, let me see here. I'm going to mute that line. Now, basically, what we have is, and, and of course, he, he elaborated on this story to me. He actually spent approximately two months worth of just occasional searching through the the WordPress forums and and online podcasting forums, you know, where you're supposed to be able to go for all this help. Uh, and he actually he actually sent emails to some of the most prominent um, 
podcast consultants out there, these podcast ex- experts out there, that if you type in podcast consultant into uh, Google and and you get the top people because they're very good at search engine optimization and all that good stuff, uh, basically he emailed those folks and they never responded to him. And so here's a guy who's for the last two months has been trying to do this and he literally says, you know what, everybody that I've talked to told me the best thing to do is to go ahead and set up a separate WordPress installation for the podcast so that it has its own feed and then you can take that RSS and kind of feed that uh, into your normal blog. And I told him, that is literally ridiculous. Because if you go to gspn.tv, I, you'll notice that I have 14 podcasts that are all running on one installation of WordPress. And all 14 podcasts have their own feeds. And it took me literally, well, of course, I, I spent two hours with him on the phone, but to do exactly what it is that that he that the original consulting was for it took me about 25 minutes to to figure it all out for him and and show him how to set that you know that feed from that category called podcast into feedburner and then of course we ended up uh, he he there he when we got in there he showed me some other things he wanted to to change and tweak and one of the issues that he was having was that in his WordPress install or in the theme that he had, when you clicked on a category, it only gave excerpts of the posts rather than giving the full post. And so that was, it was really making his website look a little funky when he wanted to be able to have somebody click on a link to take them just to podcast information, just to podcast posts. And uh, so I got in there, fished around into his theme and and went into the uh, the CSS files and, and changed it to where instead of doing the excerpt, it, it throws out the entire content of each post. And, um, you know, things like that, literally, and trust me, things like that took me a week to figure out. Uh, but now those are things that literally take me minutes to figure out. And, 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 and so that's where the value of you know paying somebody $95 to save you a week and a half worth of research and reading and, and hours of your time, uh, you know, it just makes sense. And so I think that, uh, well, I know that a lot of people have found great value in, in my fees. Uh, so and so much that you hear that you, even Corey from Music Goat says, you know, I have I have an ongoing client now. Anytime he has a need, he he knows where to call rather than spending hours on the internet trying to research it. I mean, it just makes sense. And so the thing is, is maybe you're a brand new podcaster. You're thinking about doing podcasting, and uh, you you just don't want to spend ninety five dollars an hour for three hours of having Cliff help you learn how to set up a podcast. Well, here's what's going on with the webinar. Uh, And basically, it's going to be $75 for the 10 people. Now, if you figure that out, that's three hours of my time, and that'll be 10 10 students in the class. And so, therefore, that'll be $75 times 10. Uh, That's $750. Now, it will cost me to do the the webinar and, and I have to pay fees for the services that I use to perform all these tasks and stuff like that. But in essence, what it works out to is I get my, 
hourly wage plus, you know, all the stuff I need to do to prepare for the webinar. Uh, and then, of course, um, you know, putting everything together. And so, in essence, what you do is for for $75, you would get three hours worth of consulting work from me. And you would have the ability to ask me those questions and, and everything. Uh, and, of course, other people are going to ask questions that you don't think about asking. And then when you're in there, you're going to be thinking, wow, I'm glad he asked because I wouldn't have known to ask. And this is the time to ask since we've got Cliff for 75 bucks for three hours. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be great. And I credit Chef Mark, my good friend over at the Culinary Media Network, Dot com. Uh, he he and I have uh, been talking a whole lot about different ways that that as new media professionals we can we can uh, find ways to earn money to make a living doing what we're doing. And so, if that sounds interesting to you, will you email me at cliff at gspn.tv? That's cliff at gspn.tv, and say, hey, let me know when that uh, webinar is ready to go. And so registration, like I said, I'm going to limit the class to 10, 10 students to see how that works. I really think that if, if it goes beyond that, uh, the ability to ask questions and move move along through the three-hour class could, could kind of slow down. But uh, I really believe I can handle 10 students with no problem at all. The good news is that uh, in, the, in the last, oh gosh, uh, since 1996, so the last 11 years, uh, that I've been involved in ministry, I, I have done quite a bit of training on how to be a, a small group leader and cell group leader and stuff like that. So, so teaching is something that I, I it comes naturally to me. And uh, in the business of insurance, of course, uh, I was the main person in charge of all technology. And so I'm very familiar with how to teach people who are not computer literate, how to do very technical things. Uh, the great thing is with me, you'll get step-by-step instructions. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And if and, and even if you're a podcaster, even if you already have a podcast, you may want to sign up and let me know that you're in, interested in this. And the reason why is because you may be doing your podcast in such a way that you have one show and you're literally spending tons and tons of time trying to, to get content out on the net on a consistent basis. And you may be looking at Cliff, who produces 14 separate podcasts, who produces approximately 7 to 15 hours worth of content on a weekly basis most of the time. Uh, There are times when I only get about 4 or 5 hours worth of content out each week. But for the most part, somewhere between 10 to 15 hours a week of content that I'm putting out. And you may be asking yourself, how on earth does Cliff do it? Well, guess what? I have it down to a science. I have, I have this way of doing things that is just, it just works. It's, it's a workflow like nothing else. There's a reason why I use WordPress and not Blogger. Uh, there is a reason why I use um, uh, WordPress and FeedBurner instead of using PodPress. If you use PodPress. I I don't know what to say for you. I mean, I now the the friend of mine that I you know Corey from over there at uh, musicgoat.com, 
He started out with PodPress. By the end of our consulting, uh, he had decided, I had convinced him to uh, go ahead and deactivate PodPress, to delete it off his system, and instead install the audio player plugin. And uh, and I showed him how to create a link and, and how it automatically does the feed enclosures and how uh, FeedBurner takes care of the rest for iTunes. And, and it's all good. It's all good. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So, today's topic is naming your podcast, and of course, that's going to be something that uh, we won't go heavily into uh, in the webinar because it's going to be ma- it's going to be mainly teaching you. Okay, you've already got an idea for a show, uh, you already have a name, and uh, you already have an idea in your head probably what the graphics are for your your show. And if not, it's not a big deal, but at least you'll get that. I mean, we're not going to go into the philosophy behind everything. We're going to talk about how how to, how is it done and and the cool thing is is in this webinar um it will be how to do it for free i know you're going to pay me 75 dollars to teach you how to do something for free yeah <laughs> it doesn't make sense but how you can do it for free uh which means that free web hosting uh free website free rss uh enclosure or free rss um uh, enclosures and everything done through FeedBurner, uh, free submission to iTunes, free software to record your podcast, and free uh, hosting for your MP3 files online, and and free stats, um, all of that, everything for free. I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, literally, it. it it can cost. Well, you could pay me seventy five dollars, and I'll teach you how to do it all for free uh, in this seminar, in this webinar. But the thing is, is is that literally, the, if you have a microphone already, you you have everything you need. Uh, microphone and a computer. That, uh, that's it. Uh, headphones are nice, but but really, you need a microphone and a computer. Boom, you're ready to go. Connection to the internet, also, obviously. So yeah. Anyway. Now, today's topic, naming your podcast. This is something that has come up a whole lot recently. I am about ready to launch another podcast. Um, it is going to be a very special podcast to me, one I am very eager to launch. It's one that I've been waiting to launch for a very long time. Now, as far as the idea behind it, it's new, but as far as the the whole idea of why I'm launching it and 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 everything like that, it it the it's been something that's been on my on my idea list or to do list for a long time, and it is a local based podcast. So here I live in Northern Kentucky, which is actually considered the Greater Cincinnati area. I live the the actual Cincinnati airport is actually called the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky. Uh, let's see, greater the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International or the Greater Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. So the Cincinnati Airport is actually in Northern Kentucky, in my backyard. In 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 fact, um, and so Cincinnati, the city, uh, is literally ten minutes from here, from my house. And we, this is the, this is the greater Cincinnati area. It's the, you know, it, it, this is Cincinnati and it's the Cincinnati is the major area. Now, when I first signed up for Facebook, it asked me to choose, you know, what city I'm from. And I had a hard time choosing Cincinnati. I wanted to put Northern Kentucky, but the truth is, is Cincinnati is the closest major city and Cincinnati is a wonderful place to live. It is. It really is. Now, if you watch the TV at night, if you watch the TV at night, 
sometime between the hours of 11 and 11.30. There's this thing called the evening news, the local news, and it's depressing. And, of course, you'll hear about the 13-year-old boy that shot his 7-year-old brother. You'll hear about the police officer who tased somebody and they died. You will hear about um, the three-alarm fire that... that, um, that took the lives of, you know, nine people in this one family. And you'll hear about the retirement home. I mean, literally, you will think that you live in the most crime-ridden, horrible, despicable city in the world. It's just not true. It's not fair. It's not balanced reporting. And, and, And you know what? I had to quit watching that crap a long time ago. And uh, ever since then, I have a little bit more of a, a brighter outlook on this city that I live in, this, this Cincinnati, northern Kentucky area. And it's beautiful. It, I mean, it is absolutely beautiful. We have great architecture here. We have wonderful culture here. We have great neighborhoods. We have great history. Um, I'm not a sports fan myself, but we have great sports here Um we have we. I mean, just it's it's a it. This is a feature rich city that we live in. And in fact, just a few years ago, I recall that Cincinnati was uh, deemed the most. Uh, let's see, the best place to live in the United States, or the best city to live in in the United States, whatever that award was. And I'll look that up um, for research for my new show. So the idea is that I want to do a local based podcast. One that says, you know what, this is a great place, and I want to uncover a lot of things that most people don't know about. One of the things in the Cincinnati area, especially here in northern Kentucky, it's very, it's growing very fast. Lots of new factories, lots of new businesses popping up all over the place. And these are people who, these are businesses that bring in eh, people my age, you know, in their early 30s, late 20s. Uh, they, they bring in people my age and, who, are, who are husbands and fathers, and they pay them good money to, to come here and relocate to the greater Cincinnati area. And there are literally tens of thousands of people like me out here. Of course, the only thing is, is I, I've always lived in the greater Cincinnati area. So, uh, the the thing is, though, is the folks, there are tens of thousands of people in this area that have never grown up, or that had not grown up here. They are not aware that there is a wonderful, awesome children's museum underneath, in, or in the basement of the Cincinnati Union Terminal. And, and uh, they're unaware of the fact that up in Mount Adams, this beautiful area of Cincinnati, uh, that that there's the Cincinnati Art Museum, and maybe they know it's there, but maybe they're not aware of the fact that it's free to attend there any day of the week. So you can go there; it doesn't cost a penny ever. Um, Playhouse in the Park, and 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 there's just so many great things about Cincinnati. They're great. There are great businesses, little hole in the wall restaurants that you know you'll never see in the diner guide. Um, famous landmarks and and all these people who are are from our area that have always lived here and have stories to tell. There are so many things to discover in Cincinnati, and so I wanted to do a show about it. And so this is what I have in mind. And now let me—I I do want to just be upfront and honest about the reason, uh, the one of the main reasons I want to do this show. Uh, it's because I just left an insurance career behind to go into podcasting and new media full time. 
and well. After 11 years as a local insurance agent who is licensed to sell auto, home, life, health, and business insurance, you can imagine that after 12, or I'm sorry, after 11 years in a family business as an insurance agent, I have some connections to local business owners, right? Local business owners. Now, I have 14 shows currently that have international audiences up to 14,000 listeners, but trying to get, you know, my friend over at uh, ABC, let's say, uh, Autoglass, trying to get them to advertise to my Weekly Lost podcast audience where maybe 40, 50 people from our area listen, but the other, you know, 13,950 people live in other places in the world. Uh, It's not likely that I'll be able to get a decent sized sponsorship out of them. However, if I'm able to have a uh, podcast that's locally based and I have literally five, 6,000 listeners who are devoted to the wonderful content that provides value and inspiration and encouragement and, and just, just all around just goodwill about the city that we live in, I, if I have a show like that, can I sit there and sell a sponsorship or an advertisement uh, in front of that podcast that's going to be reaching, you know, all Cincinnati, you know, all the the audience is primarily uh, and predominantly um, Cincinnati based? Absolutely, especially if I can connect with these individuals and they find a connection with me in the same way that I've done with with the international podcast. And I and I think that I can. I believe that I can build community with these people because, you know, it's just going to happen. And so that's why I'm going to do it. Therefore, I went out to Twitter the other day. Love Twitter, by the way. Anyway, twitter.com slash gspn. If you if you don't follow me yet, go to twitter.com slash gspn. Follow me today. I'm almost at 1,000 followers and friends on Twitter, and it's my goal to get to 1,000 by the end of January. Anyhow, there's a reason why. The reason why is because when you have a thousand friends on Twitter and you say, hey guys, I need to know, is there an application available on the web that can help me do this really quickly? And when you have a thousand friends who see that, you usually get about 45 responses of different online web applications that will help you accomplish what you need to do. And as a podcast consultant, that's extremely important to me. And so it totally rocks. And so anyway, I throw I go to Twitter and I say, hey, guys out there on Twitter, help me name a podcast. I'm doing a podcast devoted to the Cincinnati area. Any ideas for a name? And I got a bunch of ideas back and it seemed like about 15 to 20 people came back with the name CincyCast. C-I-N-C-Y-C-A-S-T. Now, Cincy is an abbreviation that is very common in our area. However, I know from experience from a good friend of mine, her name is Barbara, and she is turned off by the name Cincy, she does, or the, the nickname Cincy for the city. She doesn't like it at all. And there are other people, I guess, out there that, that aren't really that crazy about it. I was all ready to go and and register the na- domain cincycast.com. And I was actually going to do cincycast.com and I was going to go ahead and pick up cincicast.com just in case um, somebody, you know, just in case it, it, it somebody misspelled uh, cincy. Therefore, 
I called up my good friend Mark and said, Mark, hey, I want to know what your your discount codes are for GoDaddy just in case you can still get those discounts. And uh, he says, well, tell me what you're thinking about doing. And uh, as a good friend, he said, you know, I, I really don't like that name. And I'm like, why? And he, he says, well, you know, it's just, it. Eh, you don't, do you want to limit yourself to cast? And and uh, he said, you know, sure, it's a podcast, but then all of a sudden, if you say, if you hand somebody a card and it says Cincy Cast, they're like, what's that? He says, but if you handed it and it said, you know, Cincy Show or Cincinnati Show, people understand that, or Cincinnati Radio even. I mean, people understand that, but they don't understand what cast is, and so it's almost like this. there's this barrier. Now, let me tell you, I happen to believe in the word podcasting. I love the word podcasting, and I don't think that we should shy away from it, and and I think that we need to educate people more, and, th- and the truth is, is that um, contrary to what some people out there say, the word podcast is getting mainstream. I mean, news, uh, news uh, stations, radio stations, they're all talking podcast now, so, so people are starting to understand, or they're starting to hear the term, and now it's up to us to educate them on what the term actually means and what it's all about. And so, you know, Cincy cast, I, I kind of liked it. Only I understood the, the reason about the Cincy, and so I wasn't sure about that. And then Chef Mark got me to thinking about maybe putting a verb in there, like discover Cincinnati or uh, uncover Cincinnati or Cincinnati revealed or Something like that, that that just sounds a little bit more fun, a little bit more hip, and it pops a little bit. And it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm so glad that I called because, you know what? I don't like SensiCast, really. I don't. It, 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 it seems too simple. It seems too ugh, bland. And so discovercincinnati.com, the domain was already purchased by one of those web prospectors. You can go there, discovercincinnati.com. You'll see that it's a big link farm, and he's waiting for somebody to offer him a buku bucks to to purchase that from him. So uh, I've decided, uh, and and let me give you the process here. Uh, I talked with Chef Mark last night. I talked with a very good friend of mine, Daniel Johnson Jr. via... uh, um, instant messaging today, uh, and then I put it out on Twitter and, and said, okay, what do you guys think about these? And then finally, we came back with the top five uh, results, uh, and we put them out on a poll. I put a, up a poll. I used the online free polling situa- uh, site that allowed me to uh, say, okay, here's the options. Discovering, it's discoveringcincinnati.com. Uh, or UncoverCincinnati.com, CincinnatiRevealed.com, or um, CincinnatiUndercover.com. I believe those were the ones. So anyway, um, uh, overwhelmingly, people chose uh, DiscoveringCincinnati.com was their was their preferred cho- choice. Now there was one person that got a little crazy and went overboard and and went in and voted. I think for Cincinnati Undercover about I think it was like uh, 89 times so they were trying to make a point but it was obvious that that was what was being done so discovering Cincinnati.com did win out hands down and what's cool is that you know I even said okay now I have discovering Cincinnati and I even further went and asked people to help me out and say, what do you think about this? And I even said, okay, you know, what about the Cincinnati undercover? And somebody says, well, it sounds to me like you're going to try to uh, withhold your identity and go and and try to 
crack down on some kind of illegal thing thing that's happening. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. I I I see where you're coming from. I don't want to indicate that. So discovering Cincinnati uh, is awesome. That's what it's all about. And uh, so discover Cincinnati discovering Cincinnati dot com is what I registered. So here are a couple principles to to think about when you're naming your podcast. Number one, don't get so excited that you think of a name and then go register it. Because if you do, you end up with name you end up owning domains like fortifiedfamily.com and thefortifiedfamily.com. Now, if anybody wants to buy those domains, I happen to be the owner of them and I will gladly sell them to you for $850 a piece. Ah, <laughs> uh, I am so glad that even though I, I I was emotionally attached to Fortified Family and the reason why I chose chose it had great significance and and all of these other things, I am so thankful that I have a community of people who love me enough to say, "Cliff, that name sucks," and I agree with them. And so today, instead of ho- having two episodes of the Fortified Family. Out on the net, we have two episodes of Family from the Heart. Okay? Now, follow me here. If I say Fortified Family, what's my show about? Okay? So, so and, and do that. Take your name. Take your name and say, okay, here's the name of my podcast that I'm going to be starting. With just the name, without me telling you anything else about it, tell me what you think my podcast is about just as a result of hearing the name. Okay, so fortified family. What do you think of? And I, I was amazed at the number of people who didn't think about fortification and and how you know putting on armor or barriers or protection, uh, but instead people thought of you know a cereal box and being fortified with vitamins and minerals. And it's like okay, let's let's drop the fortified family. And instead, what do you think family from the heart is about? It's about family, but it's it's talking about how to be a successful family. It's talking about how to be, uh, how, how to enrich the lives of families, but we're not going to do it from a textbook. You know, we're not going to sit here and we're not going to be professors teaching you the principles and values of how family should work. No, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about family from our heart, not from our brains, not from, we're going to talk about what it's really like to be a family and what it's, and we're going to share our struggles and, and we're going to talk about where we fall short, but we're going to talk about how we read and, and understand some of the things that we need to change and, and how we're working through that. And it's all about living out our family from the heart and, and, and talking about our family from the heart. And so, so really, there's a lot in the name. And so I'm so glad that I own familyfromtheheart.com instead of, forti- well, I also own fortifiedfamily.com. But if you really want to do fortifiedfamily.com, like I said, make me an offer. I'll sell it to you for a dollar. Uh, I'll give it to you. Just tell me you want it. I'll take it. You can have it. Fortified family. Anyway. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm so thankful that I do not own CincyCast, and I am so thankful that I am going to be the proud owner of DiscoveringCincinnati.com, and um, yeah, it, it's going to be awesome. And and so anyway, I just want to say to you guys out there, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, think very deeply about your name. Find a name that you like. Get emotionally attached to it. Don't tell anybody about what your podcast is going to be about but tell them the name you came up with. 
and see if they can't describe to you what they think you might be going to do with your podcast. And if it and if they tell you that it stinks, that it's, it's it sounds boring or doesn't pop enough, you'll probably be offended or hurt or emotionally attached in such a way it's like, well, what do you know? And 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 just fight that urge to just brush them off and realize that they are representative of just the average person out there who's not thinking about things the way that you are. They have not analyzed this. They are just that name, oh, this is what I think. And that's important because when people see your name in a search result on iTunes or on Google, they're just going to look at it. They're not going to analyze. Let's see, what could they mean about fortified? So yeah, definitely. So that's what I want to talk about today. That that or That's what I wanted to talk about today. Get a lot of advice. Go take take a day or two. Make yourself a promise that you, if you're going to launch a podcast, Make yourself a promise that you'll wait a minimum of, excuse me, a minimum of 24 hours before registering your domain. A minimum of 24 hours before registering your domain. And that you'll talk to a minimum of 10 people. How's that? That should help you out. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about is, is, is that we are, I'm currently working with a group of people, uh, all of them Heroes podcasters. Uh, we all do fan podcasts devoted to the TV show heroes and we're coming up with a heroes podcast network and the it appears that they were going to try to launch this thing last year but it, it kind of fizzled out for a while and now it's resurfaced to the top and and everybody's really excited about it and amazingly everything that we've done to discuss this thing so far to date has all been around calling this thing the hero heroes podcast network and so the the person who has uh, taken charge and gotten this thing has got this thing all set up. Says, "Okay, we've got everybody registered. I got my little link in the email with my username and password. I went ahead and clicked on that directly, and um, basically went ahead and released you know our most recent episode into the feed. Now here's the situation. Um, I wanted to go back in and and look at something." And I didn't realize it, but it's like, wait a second, it's not. What's the web URL? And it turns out, going back to the email, the URL was um, theherolist.com, and I actually physically typed in the URL, and I went in and typed in theheroeslist.com, and that took me to. It forwarded me to some kind of UK-based. Uh, heroes fan community. Uh, so uh, what happened was, is I'm thinking, okay, it, it, the show is called Heroes with an S. Okay, so it's theheroeslist.com. And I had a hard time trying to type it without the S. So it's theheroeslist.com, which forwards to the Ninth Wonder um, fan community in the UK. The URL is actually theheroelist.com. Okay, now, here's the situation. I'm like, okay, theherolist.com. I, where, where's that coming from? And, it's, and, it, and I'm not being mean. It's just like, I, I'm just like wondering where's this coming from? And amazingly, they were like, well, everybody turned down, poo-pooed the heroespodcastnetwork.com last year because it was too long. And I had made an argument. It's like, well, too long only really, too long of a URL 
only matters when it comes to coffee mugs and email addresses. You know, when you start thinking about merchandise, sure, you don't want a huge, gigantic, long URL. And and definitely you don't want it in your email address when everybody's going to cliff at heroespodcastnetwork.com. I mean, I, I completely understand that. But when it comes to the only thing your URL is for is for people to remember what it is and to type it in when they need to and they haven't bookmarked it yet, um, then then it doesn't matter how long it is as long as it just simply makes sense. For example, I have a long URL for our Mac show. It's called helpigotamac.com. I mean, it's, but you know what? The name of our show is Help I Got a Mac. And so helpigotamac.com is very easy to remember. Now, the show is a part of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network at gspn.tv. Everybody that listens to us knows that. And so when you email me, it's cliff at gspn.tv. But still, you can tell all your friends, whoever got a brand new Mac for Christmas, whenever you see them open it up this year, you just got to tell them one thing. It's like, oh my gosh, you got to remember this phrase, help, I got a Mac. And and just tell them, go to helpigotamac.com and boom, you're there. I will tell you, people will remember that. And so we were talking about in this network having uh, network IDs at the end of the show. And I think it should be a requirement that if you're on the network that you you would say at the end of the show something like, hey, we here at the GSPN fan podcast, the Heroes Fan Podcast, are proud to be members of the Heroes Podcast Network. If you would like to find out about other uh, fan-based podcasts, about our favorite TV show, Heroes, then check them out over at theherolist.com. No, 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 no. It's it's like, hey, we're proud to be members of the Heroes Podcast Network. If you'd like to find some some other great fan-based podcasts to uh, one of our favorite TV shows, check them out over at heroespodcastnetwork.com. You know, which one are you going to remember? Which one are you going to spell right? I mean, so yeah, there is, when you think about a name, don't just think about the name and don't just think about what people think about it. But once you find something you like, make sure the URL is available. Make sure you can go and get the right name, the website. And uh, if you have a, if you have a thing at, you know, uh, here, you know, my heroes podcast.blogspot.com, spend seven bucks and go to godaddy.com and register, you know, my heroes podcast.com and have it forward over to GoDaddy. If you don't know how to do that, find yourself a good podcast consultant who can help you out. Uh, I'm sure that it wouldn't cost quite, you know, $95 for an entire hour there. But uh, seriously, I mean, anybody can help you figure that out. And, and, and so, yeah, that's where I'm coming from. Naming your podcast. It's a big deal. It is a huge deal because uh, I'll just, I'll just end with one little sad little story. I have, here's a story of a little podcast that I started about a year and a half ago. It was called My Crazy Life. And then it turned into a lot of other things. And now here we go. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I should not podcast past midnight. I, you'll have to just strike that from the record. Anyway, um, My Crazy Life. Well over 120 episodes with the name My Crazy Life. I finally decided, you know what? My Crazy Life just does not quite cut it. 
Instead, it has become, you know, more of the, I mean, we've, we've become a community at GSPN. And, and so it, we, I decided, okay, well, let's just change it to the gspn.tv community cast. I'm like, man, that sounds horrible. And it's long and it doesn't roll off the tongue. And, you know, people who see that, they still don't understand quite what it is. So I'm actually going to rename it again. And you know what? I'm going to call it gspndaily.com. You know, GSPN Daily. It, it's, it's a daily show talking about all things related to GSPN, everything that's going on with all the podcasting that I do over at gspn.tv. So it's, I, I haven't even told people yet. And, and you know what? It's, it's a pain in the butt to switch things and to change the name and to change the feed. And I, I'm actually going to change the feed now. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of work to change stuff later down the road. Uh, now, the good news is that the GSPN community cast or slash my crazy life slash GSPN daily. You know what? I'm not going to lose any listeners. The, the good news is I won't lose any listeners because the people who listen to that uh, are the people who will listen to that for what it's there for. And it's just a really, you know, follow what's going on in Cliff's life and, and, and the life of these podcasts and what's what's coming around the bend. What new technology can we expect to interact with Cliff and Stephanie and all the shows that they do? Uh, and, and it's a lot of fun. And it's all about the community, and it's and, and it's become you know my daily show that I like to do. So uh, yeah, the the name is everything, people. And I'll tell you what: get your name right, get your URL right, because changing it down the road can be devastating. It is a lot of work to change it down the road. I mean, not technically. I mean, it's easy to go in and change it, but but man, branding is so important. And so my encouragement is to think twice before you register that, register that next domain. And uh, with that, God bless you all. I'll be back with another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Happy 2008. Special thank you to Evan Ag over at agdesign.com, A-G-E-E-Design.com. He totally rocks. You guys need to check out his site and all of his graphics work. God bless. Bye-bye.